Welcome, everybody, to the best podcast in the world. Welcome to the Strength and Skills podcast. Today's guest is a very well-known person for the very interesting topic of spe specializing and being a generalist. As today's guest is, we already had him for a coffee here, Ranjit Pachu. What's up, guys? I hope you're all well. Nick, I hope you're good, bro. I'm, I'm amazing. Hope you're doing well, too. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm just ready for this talk, bro. Oh, Let's go for it. So today's topic is a little bit, yeah, we, we, we're going to see where we're going to take this as this is not scheduled or anything. We're just going to have a good a chat about what is actually a generalistic style of training and when is the right time to specialize what is smart to do and what is not smart to do. And we're going to bring our own views into this and some, 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 some stuff from our own training, some stuff from the people that we trained. Let's, let's see where we can take this. So what's, what's a generalist for you? A generalist? Well, I, you know, I really don't even know anymore because, uh, you know, what it is, uh, the, more, the more I'm training, the more I'm seeing personally that I, how many things I've done wrong in my whole time of training. So, like, the older I'm getting, the more I'm starting to see what I've done wrong in my training. And um, I don't know whether to call it generalist anymore. I, I, you know what? From being someone who done a lot of calisthenics and had a really dogmatic way about things, you know, like, oh, this is the only way and this is the only way. Now I just realize, um, just let people do what they want. And it's not like I'm going to make anyone change their mind. Just do what you want. It's like, Specialist is good. Generalist is good. I mean, the hybrid way of training is good. There's there's so many different ways, but it really just depends on your goals. So I don't even know what each word means anymore because there's so many like there's so many like meanings of each one now. I mean, like a hybrid. What is hybrid now? What 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 was hybrid style of training? What is hybrid now? I mean, the things are just changing so much all the time. There's not like a, there's not like an actual I don't know name for each one anymore. Yeah. I, I think you could just tell by the way someone trains what, what they really do. You know, I mean, I see a lot of guys doing a lot of um, a more, more, more right now because the street lifting game is the, I'd say the biggest game. I mean, it's even taken, I think it's even taken over freestyle. Yeah. I, yeah. I, do you know what? I, I never thought ever that anything could beat freestyle in terms of, you know, the kind of hype that freestyle had had given calisthenics right i thought all right that's calisthenics over freestyle's taking it over see you later guys i'm gone but street lifting has absolutely killed it like when i'm on instagram all the people that i follow uh my my instagram feed is just street lifting i'm like well at least it's killed freestyle you know what i mean so it's like yeah there's just so many there's just so many different things now but the majority of it is freestyle um Sorry, it's it's um it's street lifting. And with street lifting, it's gonna be specialized training. So when it comes to I don't know anyone that really does any other style of training apart from specialized training. Now, in the in the world of what I follow and who mm -hmm. the people I follow, everyone is kind of specialized, which is not a bad thing to do because people are people are training for competitions, their own goals, you know, they want to beat their pull-up records, their squat records. So And why not? You have to prove it somewhere. You have to prove it in a competition. You know, you have your friends around. You have you have your your, 
competition, the guy who beat you last year and stuff. So, um, but really, it's not even about general. Like, it's it's more about just there is a lot of specialization training right now. I think that is really the key word. Is special. Everyone is specializing. I don't see anyone doing anything different, which is not a bad thing. I'm just saying that that is the era we're probably in now in the street lifting game. It is very specialized. It's very Man, the programming training is crazy. I see people dipping really heavy numbers, pulling, squatting. It's like they know what they like. A lot of people right now really know what they're doing when it comes to like, like a programming. I think, I think they know because I think a lot of people are coached right now in the street lifting community. It's um, a lot of people are taking the powerlifting side of training, whether it be you know like um, uh, the, the 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 volume, the rep set schemes, and all that kind of stuff. They're, mm-hmm. they're building it into street lifting and then then it is specialized but i think a lot a lot of it is specialized right? which is which is great to see that there is some sort of um kind of like a smart idea behind training now for calisthenics people yeah. it's not just like with my era of training it was just get on the bar and do thousands of reps and go home and repeat repeat there was no there was no i didn't even believe in programming at that point of my training i was so young you know and stupid yeah. so it's it's good to see like that like if someone coming into street lifting now or, or calisthenics it's a lot more program based i think that's the i think that's more of the bigger idea to training right now it's not about specialization it's not really it's a, it's more about i think the majority of people really know what they're doing because a lot of people have good coaches now and the good coaches have actually come from different parts of training. So like yourself, you've, you've done powerlifting. You've done a bit strong, man. You, you understand different specifics of programs and how they, how they work. And when you can put it into like, when you can understand how to apply it into street lifting or something else. Right. I think that's, what's really helping people right now in training. It's not really being um, specialized or anything else. It is more about, I think, People have really good, they know what they're doing. I think people know what they're doing now, programming wise. They know they have help, they have good coaches and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is something um, that really changed during, let's say, the last 10 years. As um, when, when we look into the, the beginning of everything, when this really blew up, I would say this, especially from the time 2010 to 2015, when it really blew it up. That was the base for it, I would say so, in that time. Um, a lot of people have went pretty strong, as you are, and Solo, and also Adam and all these guys, um, but without any any real plan. It just more kind of happened. And um, the, the, that, that's a big, big difference that I see from, from now, that a lot of people who come into this right now are able to hit numbers that you guys had in a in a much shorter amount of time because they are planning a little bit more. But there is a but to this. They don't have such a big variety and such a base that you guys had where this came from. And this is what I would love to talk about today as um, from, from what I see is one big issue of this kind of specialization people tend to do it too early and they don't have the the base that their bodies stay healthy and they don't get get injured 
And of course, what I would also say is the bigger your base is, the stronger you can get in the end because the building that you're building is you can go a lot higher because because the base is so much bigger. You got me? 100%. I, I agree, 100%. I think that's really key what you said is like the things that most of the people like from a from a from the older generation of training and the, the older generation is not that uh, that much older we're only talking around about 10 years mm-hmm. maybe seven to ten years okay the game has completely transformed in that time so the old school even like the people you're naming like to in any let's just imagine in any like kind of sport or anything old school is like 30 40 50 100 years or something mm-hmm. in our sport old school is only like seven to ten years or you know 15 years at the max or you know if you go beyond that it's like 20 30 years maybe at the max of you know stuff like um even zeph barbarians yeah, yeah. you know more than more of the traditional calisthenics in in the parks and stuff like that okay mm-hmm. so but but what I, what i think the one the key things you said there was really that a lot of people now can do the numbers that we did with so much more ease with really, it, it, it really lays down to better programming. Like we, like we said, probably better coaches and programming and stuff. The era that we, that I come from and some of my friends, um, it's more of the difference was we never really trained. We didn't have a goal of saying we're going to have a 32 kilo muscle up or a hundred kilo dip. So what you see in those videos or what we really achieved was just the was really the outcome of just training it wasn't it wasn't an out it, we i mean we would never go into a session and write on the we didn't know what we were doing right so you could kind of class it as freestyle you yeah. could kind of you could kind of class it as freestyle would go in the gym and then you say all right guys we're going to do this uh and and the key thing is where, where you said about you know they that they can achieve things that we did already is because you know, we had, like you described, a, I'd say a bigger base because the mentality of training was different. It was like, it was it was all hard, really hard training, okay? And and the the like, what is hard training? It was like, there was no time limit or 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 a certain rep range or anything. It was just really go hard at it, right? And that has its bad elements to it and really good elements. So I think one of the good elements definitely is that we were the kind of at that level of training is we could, we didn't have to do a heavy weight once a week. We could do it once a month and still be good at it. You know, we didn't have to, it was natural to us to be able to lift a hundred kilos. I mean, a hundred kilo dips now are just, everyone can smash it. But, but then like even 80 to hundred kilo dips, they were, they were, that is a really good level still to this day, uh, you know, 80, 70 kilo dips are really good level, but a lot of people achieving it fast now. But I think one of the things they lack, right now is having that aspect of of hard work it's too it sometimes becomes too um like with programming okay let's say like a a beginner comes like how you were saying a lot of people really lack you know or they go they jump into training with too much quick programming and stuff it's too specific straight away Mm -hmm. i think that i think that kind of defeats the purpose of training because I think that's more for advanced people who have really developed their body and mind and understand about what they're training for. You know, the more experienced, like there's a lot of guys in the competitions that you hold. Um, they, these guys are advanced guys, right? Of course, they don't need to train hard. They need to train smart. Mm-hmm. But at the, at the start of training, you know, someone's coming into training. They need to train 
you know, they need to train smart in the terms of right. Don't don't hurt yourself. You don't you don't have to train so hard that you're dying, but you you need to come into training by attacking it with you know less thought sometimes and just more hard work. Okay, and 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 that's 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 one of the main things is the era that we the old school come from. It it wasn't. I mean, there wasn't really competitions of weight, were there? And the weight categories were more like. 32 kilo dip maximum reps you remember and 24 kilo maximum pull-ups and i don't even think there was legs there wasn't no legs um i think adam adams adams uh, organization was the ones to do legs like the the the, the pistol squat or the back squat uh pause after grass and then the, the 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 other people that i know that do the legs that actual organization is yourself but apart from that, it wasn't uh, the era of I, that I was training in. It was just like 32 kilo maximum dip, 20, 28, uh, 24, 28 kilo maximum pull up and body weight muscle ups or something like this. So the, the, at that time, the competitors, there was no programming of training. There was just these the same people in competitions would go we'd all ask each other what you've been training i'm doing maximum muscle ups on monday five sets of maximum this was the programming you know no one understood no one understood anything and but sometimes that has a really good um that has a really good what would i say i mean if i look at some of my all right okay some of the guys are, are quite injured i'm probably one of the me and a few other guys all right there are some guys that are injured uh, who trained with that mentality and there are some guys who who aren't I don't think I ever pushed myself to a maximum limit I think that was one good thing that's why I'm not really injured there is nothing I mean I had that as I discussed last time the torn pec that was from uh, jiu-jitsu but that wasn't from my own strength training so in 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 terms of injuries for someone who trained with no understanding of doing right routines or you know programming who just went hard I don't think I I think one of the things I I done right was I actually didn't really push myself. I think in that time I thought I was pushing myself, but if I can really sit here today and say to myself I was in that era of didn't know what the hell I was doing and I'm not injured now, I really look at it maybe I actually didn't push myself as hard as I thought, which was a good thing. And I think a lot of people if you are going to if you are going to do that kind of style with your beginner where you just really you know that corny saying that really stupid saying go hard or go home training it's you have to know how much to really go hard you can't really just push yourself to the limit every day you know and and I think that's one of the things that I think I got away with was not being I'm not injured now I've got no no pains in my body or I'm still training healthy I'm I'm doing everything I, I love doing so um, I think one of the things I took away from that was definitely I didn't think I, I don't think I was pushing myself as hard which has been better for me, you know? And I see the new guys now, the new guys, um, well, not new guys. I mean, like the, the newer style of training, like the street lifting is the most predominant style right now, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they, most of them don't need to do the, the kind of training that I did. What is the point? I mean, there is no point of that. In, in reality, there is no point of the training I did. It was just the, it was the, the time of training I was in. It was that training. I mean, I wouldn't really push anyone to that training now um, unless they unless they want to do it and they want to work hard, maybe once a week just to, you know, challenge them. But it's not really, I think ours was more, if I was to write on, on a piece of paper what we would do, 
I would look back at it now and think, what the fuck was I thinking? Actually, I right? still have some 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 papers from that time. So that that must have been 2014 or something. What the fuck? What the fuck? And actually, when I look at that, I'm 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 still wondering how did I survive that? This is what I'm saying. And how the hell are you still? <laughs> how the hell have you got no injuries? Or how are you like you've got no arthritis, no inflammation of the joints? You've got <laughs> nothing, you know. And um, you know, God willing that we don't get any of that right now. But you look back at them paper, that bit of paperwork, you know, that little bit of paperwork that we write the set and rep on maybe or something just before. Right, guys, this is what we're going to... It's just ridiculous. There's no... There's no... <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. There's nothing that you can progress off it. It's literally just kill yourself yeah. and go home and recover. Yeah. The, the good thing about it is, I think that that's something everybody learned during that time and probably people still do when they do their reps and sets and stuff. Let, let's call them this reps and sets, guys. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The good thing that you learn is really training hard. And that is actually something I'm, I'm very happy that I learned it, how to train hard. How, how does it feel when you go into failure, when you really kill yourself? That's a very important one that I see from a lot of people that, that I work with, especially in the beginning, you have to show them what is really hard and not, not only in one session, but in several sessions. And how does it feel when you really get completely crashed and yeah. what it does to you and especially what it does to your mind and how you can, how much you can learn from that for yourself. Actually, that's, that's some stuff I learned in the army because they do that to you. And they always say, yeah, yeah. we break you and then we build you back up. And that's something yeah. that we did that in that time, but we didn't know. Yeah, that was, that was a good thing in the end. But I think all of us could have done it a little bit smarter. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I think, we're, I think we're a lucky few people, whoever is not injured. You know, I mean, other people like, there are people who got injured, but not from calisthenics or something. It could be, you know, someone had a crash or motorbike crash. You know, some of my friends have got some injuries of, of crashes and stuff like that and broken ankles, you know, you know, uh, solos, um, legs absolutely fucking demolished. And he, I don't know how the guy still squats, you know, and stuff like this. No one knows, um, you know, so the, the injuries are there for a lot of people, including myself, but they're not from calisthenics or, You know, um, which is, is which is really hard to say because of, of how stupid we trained back then. But there are, you know, it's stupid in terms of phys physically stupid. But I think bringing that mind that mindset to to different, like all the training that I do now, it's hard. Uh, let me, the best way I can describe it: all the training that I did in calisthenics, right? It was so mentally tough for me, right? That when I do things now, the way I train now everything's really easy and I wake up the next day and I think I can do that session five times again, you know, because I'm so used to it being mentally tough. Mm -hmm. um, and training is really, is really completely different now. And the way I think of my own training, it's, um, it's, it's not specialized at all. I mean, I had that time of specialization also in, in calisthenics when I was solely just calisthenics and, you know, but I could never go back to that again. I could never, I could never, um, I could not also never tell someone not to do that because you have to go through your own process of training and understand what's right and wrong. 
you know so the, the the kind of like the the process that i'm in right now with my own training it's not specialization or you know we discussed that a few a few days ago me and you on instagram we were speaking and it's um you know i could i could never tell someone not to do what the things they're doing right now you know because i've also done them things and for that person to really progress they need to look at themselves from the outside it's not it's not for anyone else to say i mean you could be a specialist for 40 years if you want. What's wrong with that? They're, they're at, the, at the end of the day, there is nothing wrong with anything, really. It's just whatever makes you really happy and however you want to train, just do that. The way I like to train, though, is not depend on any style of training right now. It's not, um, it's not um, you know, I have to do this certain thing today. It's, it's so much variety in my training right now that uh, in terms of strength training, there's so much variety that it keeps it quite... Um, fresh and challenging every week yeah you know some i'm not i'm not like on a, a basic program where i'm doing the same back squat method or like we discussed or deadlifting i'm always changing it up really the idea of my training right now it's it's um there's a bit of calisthenics there's a bit of powerlifting let's say and there's a bit of strongman training mm-hmm. that that's really it it's there's a bit of little bit of everything of strength training really and and um i'm i'm really enjoying it but at the end of the day, I've done all the bad things also in terms of, well, they're not bad things, but now that I realise they were, they were probably just little build-ups to uh, something where I'm at now because I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of the person who gets really bored of training quickly. I am a very I get bored of training, you know. <laughs> For someone who was really who loves calisthenics, you've probably seen me only do a hundred dips a week and probably about sixty pull-ups a week. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing really much more. I think that's a very interesting point that um, I think a lot of people who train in a reps and sets way, they have, from from my experience, a little bit the um, the issue or the problem, however you want to call it, um, that they don't want to stick to a certain plan as it bores them too too early. And that's why they very often a little bit afraid of going into a, a fixed program where you just have to to do certain things during the, the week or for several weeks and all that stuff. Um, and I, I kind of see this very, yeah, for me, it's very interesting because I, I, I was used to do so exactly the same from doing whatever I like to. And now I'm very much into a real program and all that stuff. And for me, some stuff really changed as I said to my own coach, all right, I do have certain goals. I want to go there. We need to go there. And he said, yeah, but you need to do this. And I said, all right, I'm going to do it. So I, I can be pretty, I can be a soldier being in that time i'm I'm just don't i don't think i do it and um, yeah. i'm i'm always happy when i reach my goals and on the other hand you see a lot of people who train for the sake of training which is amazing but they also have goals they never reach and that's the sad part of the story i see very very often and they always say yeah but i see the old school guys that is the same way but they always reach their goals And what I would love to, to, to talk about and at that point is you guys had a very, yeah, let's call it a very generalistic 
style of training, doing whatever you like to, whenever you like to, um, being having a very wide base. Of course, there are people like you and Solo and all these people who, for, for you guys, this really worked very well. Have you met a lot of people who who, who this didn't work for? I'll, I would put that really down to... So, Nick, I would put that down to really the, the kind of style of training or that time we trained at was very dependent on each other as well. So, you know... Like now, it's a lot of you know, you know, like the street lifting guys. Okay, that they're doing, they've got to be doing these same movements every week and week out to get better, of course. But what I notice is a lot of them really train by themselves, also. Okay, a lot of them do really train by themselves, also. And the the kind of era that I come from with training, we was very not dependent, I wouldn't say. But it was very, it was a very rare time that you were trained by yourself. We was always training with each other. Yeah. So really I think that, ma- yeah, there was a different, th- yeah. I mean, the street lifting community is in a diff- There's a community in a different way. But I mean, the guys only see each other, you know, in the competitions or maybe now and then when they train with each other. But most of them really train with own, like, probably by themselves. I would say a lot of them train by themselves. Um, the, the difference with us our training was that we was training with each other and i think that that puts a you know although ours was like a really silly way of training really going crazy i think that that is definitely what probably saved a lot of us was training with each other so i mean that's that's all of, that's as much as i can say about that really i i i think um that the people that are training now, let's just say in the street lifting game, right? They do need to really train a, a little bit different at the same time as well, because sometimes it gives them time to ease off their mindset about, you know, you can always have a goal, but sometimes when you get addicted to a goal and, you know, these goals are that these guys want to achieve and they will achieve, they are quite, they're like monstrous goals. They're, they're huge goals, right? You know, having a 140 kilo dip going from 135 is going to, it's going to take some work, you know, just that extra five kilos is going to take a lot of work, right? And sometimes a lot of people just kill themselves over it. You know, at the end of the day, what I, what I always say to people is like, don't, don't just kill yourself for the training. You know, you're going to, you're going to achieve that goal, but you could probably also achieve that goal by easing off your mindset off it just for a week. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's really important. Like, just attacking it all the time, you know, you're not going to really just, you're not going to get to it. You might just get to it as quick, but better mentally for yourself by just having a week doing something else, mm-hmm. you know? So it really depends on, uh, I think just the different errors of training that they, they just, so they so like everything is such a contrast right now with like with the way I view training right now. It's like a lot of the, a lot of the street lifters, it has become so specialized that I think it takes the fun out of training. Also, sometimes it becomes so serious. Yeah, and it's not a bad thing. It's just the way. I mean, that's the way I view things now, because I'm older and a bit more wiser. You know, probably in five years' time, I'm probably going to look back at myself now and think you was training like an idiot. I might be doing something. You see, the the thing is with me, I've never been attracted to goals or let's just say medals or. Um, numbers i'm really not attracted to that i'm i'm really always 
attracted to the training, the, the style of training to be right, well, right now, but also even when I used to do calisthenics, I always knew, I always knew that I was weak. That's one of, like, I always talked about this in my last podcast with you, I think I always, I always knew that I was weak. And I think a lot of people view themselves as being strong, right? Like in, right, in pull-ups, they're strong, in dips, they're strong, in squat, they're strong. But like you, tra- if you train something else, you're just so weak. And the idea of training is to like, for me, is just to try to be as good as like a little bit, good a little bit and everything. Not like be so specialised in like I want to be able to do a hundred and fifty kilo dip and be able to pull a hundred. I think they're great goals, but in the reality of training for me right now, they don't mean anything for me. So like right now, my specialised training. There is no specialized training. I'm like doing pull-ups on towels and doing weird shit. I'm just trying to stay, you know, train my grip a bit more, train, train. I'm doing neck training and I'm doing something else. And, you know, there's just so much variety to my training. I'm I'm like, I'm like an old man already where I'm just like bored of training. I'm just training different things. <laughs> but I sometimes think street lifting just becomes. And I don't think a lot of these guys are going to be doing street lifting in five years. A lot of them will progress to maybe powerlifting or strongman or do, you know, something else. You know, hopefully they are training street lifting, but you never know. Things can get boring for people very quick, including myself. For someone who was so into training, I am someone who gets really bored. And probably a lot of people will get bored of training. So you have to keep it fresh and entertaining. I just think street lifting is so good, but it's so specialized. You should also do a bit of other things as well. Mm. It's this- not, yeah. It's it's quite of interesting to me because um I was always someone who was when I went into this whole training thing it started off with calisthenics but then I I just it, it was such like like someone opened a door into a, a complete new world to me of strength training and then I discovered anything and I just tried anything out. And I really had fun with that stuff. And right now, I'm the guy who really specialized from there into the the the, the more kind of street lifting and weighted calisthenics style of training. And right now, I'm very very into this. I, I still haven't reached my goals. I still have some goals open there, and I love to to work for them because it, at that point, it, it's really much fun to me. It's sometimes it's kind of boring. I got to say that, but then I talk to my own coach and we switch up some small things and then it gets back at it again. So one, one of my, I do have my big goals of the four lifts. And of course I have to have some, some other goals in between. Do you, do you know the ab wheel rollouts? Yeah. Yeah. Ab wheel rollouts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I used to see them from a guy. I saw that his, his his YouTube, I don't know, six years ago, Ross training. You uh, yeah, Ross training. He was brilliant. Yeah, I, I still see his stuff now. He, he yeah. he's like he does everything. He's he's the guy who was always doing every rollouts, and I was yeah. always I need to do that too. And yeah. when I tried, I just smashed on the ground. I just died on that. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, this is one of my small little goals <laughs> in the way where I say yeah, I get that. And I'm so close to get it. I'm really, I'm, I can do them standing now and I'm not as low on the floor as I want to, but I can do them standing now. And this is where I see people need to get 
these small little goals into their big, bigger goals to maybe get rid of this boredom, you know? 100%, man. This yeah, really happening. I mean, I mean, um, I, I remember that Ross Trout. Do you know what? I still see him on Instagram. I think he's on Instagram. I think it is him. Yeah, the guy. He does some. He does some really different style. Well, not different, but let's just say he does. He is like in a broad spectrum of training. He does a bit of everything, right? Are you talking about that guy? I think he's a bald guy. He's always he's training like, in his garage. Yes, yes, and he does some. He does band work and all this like different mm-hmm. style lap pull downs and. He's always he's always inventing. He's a very he invents uh, kind of training styles, doesn't he? Really, of of different movements or something. I remember this guy. Yeah, he's really good. But yeah, that's I think that's really key to have. Is like these small goals. Not only not only are they to keep you, you know, your mindset moving and take your mindset off of your big goals, but they can also affect your big goals. They can really help your big goals. Absolutely, and that's the big point. You know, This is where I wanted to get a little bit because um, one big thing that I miss on a lot of people is the variety of exercises you have in this whole world of strength. Yeah. Help you so much improving your specialist's goal that is yep. always a big boost to be a, a kind of a generalist, but having specific goals. Yeah. And just just yeah go, going away from this this tunnel into a much more broader way of seeing things and from there on life in training is much more fun because of course when, when i look at your training i still think okay ranch wants to to be the best version of himself but he definitely has some some specific goals there where he wants to go maybe you don't want to tell us but i think you're still on the run for a big squat but also want to be good at all the other squat variations that i see you doing i think that's one of the big things that some people don't really understand really about my own training is i have i have goals but do you know what i i'm i'm never going to dedicate even six months to my goals because first of all i get bored real quick i can't squat two times a week i'm very i get bored of it okay that's just me personally so if you if you to be honest if if you was to come to and live with me for one week and see the variety of training i do you'll be like okay this is why you let's just say are a hard gainer in in terms of kilos or stuff there's so much variety but For me, that is way more important. In it's always been more important to me in my own, like the way I think of training, the what what I train for. My the way the way yeah, basically the way I train for it's like that's so much more important to me. Like that I'm always attacking. First of all, I'm always doing things that I'm fucking shit at. If you notice, like mm-hmm. if even if I'm like good at something now, let's just say I'm average at one or two things, right? You got to realize the reason why I started them was because I was absolutely shit at them. Mm-hmm. All right. And all the new little things I'm adding now is because I'm shit at them. Like most of my training, I'm like, I've got obviously from where the virus is happening now, like I love jujitsu and I'm a beginner at jujitsu. Okay. And I've only been training, I think about two years, but the idea is that I'm, I'm still going to be training jiu-jitsu. So that's one thing. I can't just get strong as hell and 
be able to get better at jiu-jitsu so my training has to really cater towards both like be i love strength training but i can't dedicate you know my like even my the way i program my own training i can't i can't train to be able to do maximum lifts and be able to handle jiu-jitsu in the same week that's just not, this is why i got injured before because i was just being an idiot and doing too much volume and it was just too many different exercises so th- the good thing is now like i have these goals i have yeah, I want to be able to deadlift 300 kilo, right? I want to be able to deadlift 300 kilo. I think I will be able to. I think I will be able to. I don't think I push myself hard enough. I only deadlift once a week, okay? Um, and it's very, it's a very low amount of volume and intensity. It's just, I'm just deadlifting because I love deadlifting. But I know I can get the 300 if I wanted to, right? Yeah. But it's like, I want to be able to handle, by the time I get like 300 kilo deadlift, I want to be better at jujitsu. I want to have better grip strength. I want, uh, you know, you know, I want all the things to have built up by that time. I don't want to leave anything behind. So I'm like, I'm in this like style of training where like I'm not strong at anything. I'm just good at a few a few different things, and I want to take them up slowly with everything getting built n- nicely. You know, so like I'm not leaving one thing behind. And yeah, it's going to take me longer. But at the end of the day, this also keeps because the, the personality that I have in my training, um, I can get very addicted to things. I have an addictive personality to training. So what that means is, if if I want to do a three hundred kilo deadlift, and I really want it, I will stop everything and just keep deadlifting. Well, not keep deadlifting, but you know what I mean. I will dedicate properly to deadlift, and I'll get my free, but then I will the other things will get left behind. Then I will just feel weak. See, that's the thing with me. I always constantly feel weak. I'm like, do you know what? I'm such a fucking pussy. I can't even do this. I can't do that. And that's not a bad, that's not a bad thing to do because I look back at all my strengths that I also did in calisthenics and I just think this shit as well. But constantly I'm always thinking that's just shit. And it's not a bad thing to do because I'm not saying that, you know, I'm just a weak guy who's, who's trying to train. No, I understand that they're good things, but they're not like transferable in my new goals as well. Yeah. You know, I can't having a 32 kilo muscle up like five, five years ago is not going to make me better at something else now. You know, it was great for that time and what it what it done for people like it gave them the motivation to do all that stuff. But I wasn't even training to do a 32. I just put the weight on and I done it. And it was just oh, that wasn't as hard as I thought. And that was because I was always well. Like I said, I was never dedicating my training to one specific goal. I was just training on the day and seeing how it goes. And But for now, my training is more, yeah, I program my training. I know what I'm doing, but it's like I don't have to push myself as really that tough. There are days where I'm like really exhausted and stuff where, yeah, but that's once in a blue moon. I don't have to do that every day. And I'm seeing that as one of the big differences in, in my own training, Nick, like, from all the mistakes, from when I got injured, I was training so much volume. I was training too much jujitsu, and it just wasn't working. It just and for me to get injured, it was like, all right, you've learned your lesson now. So all the exercises that I do now, there are no accessory exercises. I don't need accessory exercises. I I don't need them really. I don't need like as an example, I don't do Bulgarian split squats anymore, walking lunges that much. I'll do them as warm ups for squat day or something, just quickly. Right. So I don't dedicate my training like to exercises that I think that are really going to affect me that great or correlate into my big uh, into me getting a bigger squat. I think they they definitely will. 
but that would only work if I wasn't training jujitsu, right? For because I'm training jujitsu, I have to like pick and choose different things. So it's like more of the main training. Or on as an example, on 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 my leg day, I will do um, you know some warm ups, some some walking lunges, some some hamstring curl little warm ups, and then I'll do some back squats. I will do um, some farmers walks. Uh, good mornings and I'm done. I'm finished. I basically do them three exercises, just change variations. And it doesn't keep me, you know, my mindset, like I need to chase a 200 plus squat or something like this. And I think I can get there. I'll get there and just get it better each time. But I've got other goals as well at the same time. And it's, and I've not got too many goals. I've got good goals that I can actually build up nicely altogether. Yeah, that's interesting. As I, I, I have a pretty bright variety of goals that I want to reach in my lifetime. But I, for me, I just said, okay, I just go them from from goal to goal. So for me, there are some 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 street lifting goals right now. And you still remember my my handstand push up goal? I reached it, yeah. but it's still on my list for having a few of them. Um, yeah, and of course the app wheel rollout thing. And yeah. some of them I still use to boost other stuff. So the ab wheel thing will definitely strengthen my core to get better squats. That's something that helps me a lot. So I still do it. But yeah. some push-ups are definitely on the list right now as I'm a little bit more in the off-season. And when I when when the competition, the next one comes, I'm, I'm going to cut it out and go back to dips and dips will in the end help a little bit more with my, with my uh, handstand pushups. And 100%. the thing with that is what, what, what I realized for myself during training is it's, I don't have to do everything all the time, but there are certain times in the years that I do, do yeah, like prioritize them a little bit more and then I'll be there in maybe 10 years and yeah. being able to do everything of that during during all the time that I train. So I'm going to be able to do my handstand push-ups and my dips and uh, all the other stuff that I want to do, you know? And I think that, that that approach is a little bit something that a lot of people need to get a little bit more into their heads. That is, in the end, there is no general generalist or specialist or something it's in the end everything goes hand in hand if you do it the smart way yep that's the thing right there i think that's i think that's that's 100 true because at the start of the conversation we talk about what is a generalist what is there really isn't is there there isn't there isn't really much of it it's just about what really makes you happy and what can really go into the next thing that your goal is really i mean like you're completely different to me. The way you treat your three exercises now is how I treat my all my exercises. You know, mm -hmm. and what's right, what's wrong, it really doesn't matter, and it depends on what your goals are and mm -hmm. and and uh, you know what works best for you and and the way your personality is in training. Mm -hmm. Some people can't. Some people need. You know, this is what I'm going to do, and that's it. There's nothing. Else. Some people like variety. Some people don't. It really depends on your goals and. You know, like the way I used to train even three years ago compared to now is not even my training has changed. The way I think of training has changed. Like the thing is with me, I don't I couldn't judge someone how strong they are about the, the this is personal to me, but I really don't 
because what is strong? I, I really don't know. I don't know what the hell strong is. It's like this guy's strong because he can lift 300 kilo and this guy's strong because he can do, uh, he, this guy doesn't know when to stop when he's training. He's so strong. He can't even stop. You know, what is strong nowadays? Like, so I've always been one of them, per, them people who were, who can just train. Like if I train, I have to, I, I know, I know now when to stop, but I can train for four or five hours. I can train three hours into it and I'm warmed up. Right guys, let's start. I'm one of them guys. I'm, I'm more, I'm more strong in that way. And some people are more strong. They can take more, take more kilograms on the squat. They can do more of this. And more. it really depends on what you class as being strong or what is generalization. What, is, what are we actually training for? Like fighting is completely different, right? Fighters, the reality of it is really self-defense, let's say, right? Although they're fighting for a sport, MMA or boxing, whatever they're doing, it, it's self-defense. So what are really strength training? What are we actually training for? Although we're training for the competition, what is the what is the 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 outer shell of that goal? What is the what is the actual purpose of it? Is it to stay as healthy as we can? You know, is it to is it to you know a lot of people training because of you know it makes them feel mentally better, healthier mentally, right? That could be the goal. It's, it doesn't have to always be. The first, like the 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 thing that we always see is it is it like, am I training for two hundred kilo squat? Am I training for this? Uh, those there's goals that can also go beyond that, which are lifetime goals. Being able to stay healthy. So like I give the I give an example like how I did about fighting. Although sport, they're making their money and their their actual goals are in the sport, right? They're fighting another guy in six months and need to train for that. Is actually the bigger purpose is this guy knows how to fucking handle himself. Yeah. Right? It's, it's self-defense at the end of the day. He also knows how to, there's a bigger goal beyond that. It's actually this guy knows how to handle himself beyond that. So although we train in, in strength sports as like, right, I have this 50 kilo pull-up goal when I have this 200 kilo squat goal, there is a beyond purpose of that as well. And that is also it could it could come down to as being, I'm actually training just for the health of my body or my mindset and keeping me going and you know, sometimes we, we view strong people as like just just kilograms and, and how long they can go for. It's, it could be beyond that. Yeah, 100%. And this is why I love to talk with you about that topic because we, we both have the, the the goal of being the best and the strongest version of ourselves, but with 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 different approaches how to get there. And this is why this, this conversation gets to, to such a lovely conversation point but the goal is is the same in the end and i think one big takeaway right here is when when you go into training you should know why you do this and yeah. you have you have to have your goals clear and i'm i'm saying goals because there's maybe the one big goal of being the strongest and best version of yourself everybody talks about it but then there may be some smaller goals in between that and this could be the 300 kg squat and the planche at the yeah, yeah. on that way to be the best person that you can be and um the good thing that you said you should aim for the long-term goal at that point and it can be that you are still able to to train with your grandchildren in the end 
Exactly. And tell them yeah. when I was at your age, yeah, I used yeah. to win all the competitions, but now I'm old. You need I to mean, be that guy. <laughs> Nick, I want to say just one just one last thing before we, we wrap it up. It's like, you know, when you're 50 or 60 years old and I'm 50 or 60 years old, right? And we can both look back and say, right, we um we achieved what we wanted to do and we're still healthy. I think I think we both won in terms of what we wanted to achieve. Yeah. So however you however you get there, whatever your goal is, you know, some people might want a 10-year, just a 10-year training stage and that's it. They don't want to train after that. You know, you get many people like that. Yeah. But a lot of people, let's say, you know, for me and you, when we're 50, 60 years old, hopefully we're still training then. But if if we're still healthy and being able to train, then we both won. We, and it's not a competition in terms of, oh, this guy's injured at 50 and I'm not. And no, I'm saying like, your approach is different than my approach is different. But at the end of the day, we're at the same fucking finish line. You see what I'm saying? It's no, there is no, the understanding of training needs to be like, I I believe everyone should really view themselves as weak also because you can be specialized in something and and you could be very shit in something else. So it really opens your eyes. And and that's the best way to always approach a train. Just realize, right, you're strong at what you do, but you go into another guy's specialization and you are weak at what he does. So maybe if you want to get better at this, you have to cut down that specialization and, you know, bring bring this into your training, you know, be a bit more creative and do something else. And, you know, it depends on, it, it's just personality. Your personality really shows in the way you train and who you really are. And a lot of people remember, they don't really know who they are in their training or what who they really are. Uh, so it just really their training becomes boring and they get fed up of it very quick. And I've been that person as well. I've also been that person where you really don't know yourself in the train. What am I training for? What is the purpose? What am I, you know, when you start going down into the rabbit hole, you can't fucking escape. And sometimes, but that rabbit hole really makes you realize the bigger picture. Training is just training at the end of the day. Hopefully we'll all end up at the finish line. We'll all be healthy and, and we've all achieved our goals. And if you've done it a different way, that's good. And if I've done it a different way, it's good. They're all different ways. They're all going to end up at the finish line. Okay. That, that's it. I think that's the perfect point to end this. <laughs> 100%. If people want to want to contact you, where do they can contact you? Don't contact me. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one. No. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, so just, 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 just message me on Instagram if you want some, like, some... Uh, Well, I'll coach people anyway. So if you if you just want some advice and stuff, but the kind of advice that I give doesn't really resonate with a lot of people. They don't really understand it. So, you know, I'm, I'm just an old bastard now, you know, and I just want to, you know, I just want to, I just want to train in my little garage. And But if you want to contact me just for advice and stuff like that, you can. Um, but like I said, is that it, not many people are really going to understand what I'm talking about anyway. <laughs> so they find you Ranjit underscore Bachu. Yeah, Ranjit underscore Sing underscore Bachu on Instagram, and um, yeah, just just message me if you want any training advice, and you know, uh, do online coaching and stuff like that. Anyway, that's perfect. All right, for me, you can contact me at Nick underscore Tibu or visit bar minus bell coaching dot de. All right, thank you so much for being here, Ranjit, and I see you. Probably some in some weeks again. Thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely do it again. We'll have another discussion. It's Perfect. been great. <laughs> Goodbye. See you later, bro.